Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Uh, welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. I hate the so big much. episode. I want to put a yeah. little bass behind you. No, pal. It, it makes me feel like crap when you do the echo <laughs> thing. Um, big day host- for us. <laughs> yeah, it is a big day, Matt. Um, <laughs> You know, there's a lot going on in the NBA. Uh, we got two fun new guests. Uh, I'm the host, Freddie Rivas. Yeah. Who are you, person who interrupts me oh, every yeah. intro? Sorry, I'm really cutting you down. Uh, I'm the producer, Matt Duncan. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, where can people find us, sir? Dunkspodcast.com. Let's start there. We got all kinds of links on there. Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, which is something you use, Grandpa. <laughs> Hey, Player FM, it's like a little <laughs> algorithm for my podcast. It's like a, a, a digital grandpa's radio. Well, um, no one uses that. Come on. Well, you can go straight to hell. How about that? <laughs> no, if you're tuning into the podcast uh, for the first time or the uh, what podcast went 90, 95th, 95th time, uh, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, all the we're almost at 100. Almost at 100. We're going to do a Don't big, know what we're going to do yet. Big live thing, maybe? Sure. Or maybe it would just be a halftime di- show. It no, could be like a disaster of a live show. Yeah, uh, it'll be good. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's let's get to the guests. Uh, sure. I feel like I know them both through um, online Raptors fandom, which is a pretty good start. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll bring on uh, Sheldon first. He's from the uh, he's from Sportsnet. Uh, he's working for Tim and Sid. Uh, he's got a podcast called Ball on Blasts. It covers every uh, Raptors game after the game. And uh, if you're at home, give it up for Sheldon Alexander. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Doing a little. Oh wow! Okay. 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 All right. I can, I can get behind this. I can yeah. get behind this. Okay. Hey. How you doing, man? Thanks for I'm good. Uh, thanks for I'm coming good. on. Thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. I, I like the vibe so far. I yeah, like good. The, I like the beat. I'm down nice, with the beat. Nice. I'm in. I'm in. Does, I like it. Does the song fit you? Because because some guests immediately request a, a song. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I'm I'm pretty easy music wise. So that's work. That works for me. Anything with the nice beat, I kind of yeah. Two step to easy. No okay. Guess. Cool. Um. All right. Yeah. Let's so let's get to the uh, next guest. Um. Uh, I know him through the band Pup. Uh, also know him through online basketball stuff. Uh, give it up at home for Steve Sladkowski. Okay, a bit more kind of like you know he's in the tour bus. Sure, like yeah, a, that's very flattering. It's not <laughs> not the truth. Think of the next song, kind of deal, you know. Now is this song gonna go anywhere? Or no, is this it? <laughs> I feel like it drops eventually. It just keeps getting better. One consistent vibe would yeah. be very appropriate, though. Yeah, for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for coming, sir. I, I was waiting for a drop. <laughs> I thought, I thought, <laughs> no drop. Zero drop. Actually, again, very. Um, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. yeah, thanks for doing it. Um, was it was I about to say? Uh, I don't even remember what I was about to say, it's fine. Uh, except, um, yeah, tour bus for me would be kind of cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. 
So for you, is it like a tour car? It's uh, It's been a, a van and trailer pretty consistently for the last five years. Okay. Yeah. There's a trailer? Yo, yeah, yeah. 30 That's- feet. It, what's more annoying to park but still not comfortable yeah that's kind of where we're at if i feel like you've made it somewhere if you have to like think you know really hard about how you're merging into like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean like yeah. you got a tail behind yeah. you yeah. uh my um my father-in-law's from uh, south carolina and he's uh, he's a big boat guy and uh a couple times he's uh, like asked me to like you know bring mm. the boat in the water and I'm pretty terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, you know, uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna really hurt some people, damage some wildlife. You, you um, never think about like how you're, you're like I'm backed up straight, just like straight on so many times, and I'm thinking about it. Now. And you're like, yeah. am, I go, am I doing the right thing? Are you am I are, backing up straight? And then anytime you have to like turn, it's it's counterintuitive, right? Because you have to go out to go in, uh, and it's yeah. Not fun. Are you the driver? Oh God, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so you have a, you have a driver? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. uh, we we split it, but okay, fair but enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sweet. Well, let's yeah, let's let's get to some good stuff. Uh, fun segment. We uh we always we always like to start with and uh, see if Matt can surprise me a, l- a little bit and surprise yeah. you guys too. Yeah, you never know. You never know, guys. So Matt, tell us all something we don't know about Brad Lowhouse. <laughs> oh. Brad Lowhouse. So you already got me. Yeah, because uh, I don't know who that you is. Guys don't, no, you guys I don't recollect. Nothing. No, I remember. I, I remember. I remember the name, but that's it. Well, you probably don't remember him very well because he only played six games okay. for okay. the Raps in the '96 '97 season. Um, here's something. Do you know that he's a broker now for commercial airplanes and airplane parts? <laughs> Okay, this is good stuff. This, this is the whitest motherfucker. He's a broker. He is. He was wow. also featured in the 1993 arcade version of NBA Jam. Wow. Featured. Wow. So, like, I guess he. How? Yeah, his graphic like slid in at the start of the game or something. <laughs> Brad Lowhouse. I wouldn't let um, people forget that. Yeah. Right. That'd be so on that's, my that's something you got to bring yeah, right? up. <laughs> is he one of the? Wait, so he was on NBA Jam, you said? NBA Jam, the arcade version. So, but he was one of the two players? Featured. What does featured mean? Like you was, tell me. <laughs> I, uh, you tell me, man. I don't know. <laughs> it was a it was a rough year for the Raptors. Yeah, I hope it doesn't mean just like he played in the NBA at that time, so is in the game. Yeah, I hope it's not that. He's featured as like a celebration guy on the bench. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing I will say is he also uh, sold a fly rod on eBay and then never delivered the goods. That's kind of falling oh, around. This is the dirt I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for, dude. Okay. He's like, you know, not exactly like Firefest scam, but yeah. he's got a bad yeah. seller rating. It's, it's bad. His yeah. seller rating is yeah. bad. <laughs> so, um, so if you see this guy in Kijiji, yeah. you know, avoid, yeah. avoid him. Yeah, he's got a lot of great pictures of rods. Guess what? He ain't got those rods at home. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> Brad. Um, what else you got on Brad? Anything? Just that he now, you know, builds residential and commercial homes in Iowa. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Where in Iowa? Hold on. Wow. Yeah, we, yeah, we want to know where in Iowa. You know what I mean? Like a bit more specific, please. He's sir. very successful. Is my guy in Iowa City or what? No, I don't think it was Iowa City. <laughs> wow. Iowa City sounds cool. Um okay, let's uh let's talk some Raptors stuff. So Matt, why don't you give me that Raptors sting? I mean, they're not an up and coming team. They're here. They're here. They're here. North. 
I always love that <laughs> when people do the podcast for the first time because we just <laughs> stare at each other during the musical interlude. But uh, um, no, but you know, people listen to this podcast, they want to know how the sausage is made, right? Exactly. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's the main exactly. reason. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the Raptors, I feel like are, uh, you know, I don't want to say at full health, but uh, I'm starting to hear some rumors that uh, Jonas is kind of making his way back. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously there's kind of bumps and bruises and, you know, we're going to continue the whole load management thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, Steve, I'll start, I'll start with you. Um, you know, I think we're all wondering uh, who's going to get cut out of the rotation or how the playoffs are going to work uh, sort of thing. But I feel like it's kind of fair to say that the, the biggest glut of guys would be in that kind of like that guard spot, the wing spot. Um, and I feel like between McCaw, CJ miles, Norm and Delon, you know, we're just not going to play 12 guys, uh, when in really, really competitive games. So who do you think are, I, I just kind of arbitrarily said two of those guys are going to get cut out of like, or fully bench, like, like, uh, DNP, uh, coach decision. Like, that's not how you say that. DNPCD. Yeah. Okay. CD, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so who who would you say are those two guys is uh is is going to get the uh, axe from nurse? I mean, Pat McCaw has a ring, so you can't Yeah. you can't bench a guy with a ring. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh no. Um I don't know. I I think I would still kind of leave it to Nick Nurse to continue kind of tinkering. Right. Uh, I think like there are going to be a lot of matchups where like a, the length of DeLon is still going to make sense. Yeah. Even when, you know, <laughs> he comes out the other day and like fires a pass into the second row and like, <laughs> yeah, DeLon's got to be one of the funkiest Raptors as far yeah, as. Yeah. And like, especially like in a walk year, you feel like he's kind of playing himself out of some money a little mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe if you're his his crew, you're like, want him to have minutes and, and right. him getting that like DNP CD out of nowhere yeah. a couple of nights ago yeah. kind of is like, oh, that's a little weird. Um, but yeah, especially with the trade deadline coming yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think CJ, you can't, CJ has to play because if you don't do See, anything, I agree. That's interesting, but I feel like a lot of Raptors fans yeah, are kind I, of fully out on way. CJ. But the thing is, is that like, if, if let's say you don't, take the second home run swing if you're Masai mm -hmm. in terms of going for AD right. or something like a big trade line uh, trade deadline acquisition is is CJ regressing back to or progressing I mm -hmm. guess at this point back to the mean <laughs> like you know there are there, what did he have like like 13 15 kind of points per game for uh, over like a three or four game stretch uh, last week a week Two, yeah, we can yeah, have before yeah. you know it looked like he was starting to kind of shake it was out the whole CJ PJ. Yeah, Danny Green <laughs> shouts Danny Green. Um, uh, yeah, who else did we have on that? Norm, I mean, Norm was Norm. the other guy. Norm has to play. Norm's gonna play. I mean, Norm looks like the the person that we all thought he was a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. So for you, Pat McCaw, easy bench. I think you know Pat McCaw is is an interesting pickup. Uh, I don't know where he kind of fits in. Yeah. yeah, the shooting's not there, and and the person like. Delon, I guess you kind of trust him to make like a catch and shoot three, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I think his percentage is settled or somewhere around like 33, 34%, but he's not yeah. that far away from league average. They've been camping him out in the corner mm -hmm. a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. Um, and he's made a couple of nice passes and stuff, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where, like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a tough question with no yeah. direct answer. Where, where are you at on it? It's tough because, like, when I think of those four guys, the way that I always like to look at it is I, in, 
I like what DeLon and Norm bring to the table more just because I feel like with this Raptors team, everyone can do multiple things, right? right? And I feel like DeLon and Norm, even if the shot's not falling, they're at least playing solid defense. Whereas mm-hmm. CJ Miles, to me, my biggest issue with CJ is if, if his shot's not falling, he's not really doing anything else yeah, on the floor. He's, he's Swiss cheese. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, just, yeah, he's just kind of there. Swiss cheese. I, I like, like it. I like that. He's just kind of there, right? Whereas DeLon and Norm, even if they're turning over the ball, I like that they come in the game, they bring energy. Yeah. They try to. Norm make has been bringing happen. consistent energy now yeah. for like a, a month, it seems, yeah. right? Norm, I mean, Norm's Norm been great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would lean more towards those two guys. And I think the uh, Patrick McCaw addition was more so just, you know, someone with experience. They mm-hmm. spent a lot of the beginning part of the season playing without either Kyle or DeLon or Fred, like someone was always banged up and then you'd have to turn to Lorenzo Brown. Yeah. Right. And so if you replace that, RIP Lorenzo Brown, (laughs) you you replace that, you know, break in case of emergency. And now that's now Patrick McCaw. You're kind of in a better position there. You don't really need him unless, you know, you're in dire straits like they were for a couple of those games early when everyone was really banged up. So yeah, I would lean more towards Norman DeLon, but that's, you know, I mean, it's tough. And at the I end mean, of the day, you're talking about the very end of the bench, yeah. right? So it's like... Yeah, it's pretty... I, I just feel like, uh, I, you know, there was a chance in my mind that it was going to be more fluid throughout the roster. Mm-hmm. But with the development of Siakam, and I think OG is such an integral piece to the team that I can't see him getting benched. Yeah, I was but, wondering but about that. Maybe, I, I, I don't I, know. He looks a little bit... It looks like he's having a sophomore year. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if there was a point where Norm maybe might have played himself ahead of OG a little bit here. I don't know. I don't no, know that. I don't know. I don't know that Norm has the defensive versatility that OG has. Does, though. Yeah, That's yeah, and OG, OG just offers such more. such size. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think there's a reason that you know half the podcasts I listen to, everyone's waiting for this this super lineup of like, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, which, which includes OG mm-hmm. and uh, Siakam, Siakam and Kawhi all mm-hmm. on the court at the same time. So, yeah. but this is one of the things that I that I still am willing to kind of give Nick Nurse credit for is like. I feel like one of the the biggest changes in terms of like the the Dwayne Casey Raptors to mm-hmm. now is like you knew what that starting lineup was going yeah. into the playoffs. Yeah. You knew that it was Serge and Jonas and Kyle yeah. and Demar and OG, I guess. Like yeah. or depending on who would be there, right? It was OG last year, and there were there were th- you know a thousand minutes of video. Mm-hmm where like the opposing team could sit down and be like, this is what the starting lineup is. And this is what the bench looks like. And it's like, even though the, the the lineups have been like super fluid and kind of just like, uh, 17 different, whatever people have started or whatever it is, like different lineups have been, have been looked at. It's like Nick nurse is keeping a lot of those Mm -hmm. cards Mm -hmm. super close. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's like, it's like the load management of lineups. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, it really you know is. what I mean? Like, is there, is there a point where, you know, like having, like, I, I, I always say that, um, I feel like nurse has a mandate to be, uh, experimental with the roster. Hmm. Like part of, part of the reason he's there is he pitched himself on saying like, Hey, I'm going to try things. We're going to be unpredictable in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, maybe I'll just post this to you, Sheldon. Is there a point where that gets too far? Like, you know, almost like the opposite of Casey, where Casey was kind of like predictability mm-hmm. and all that comes with that, including, you know, players having confidence, knowing their role, yeah, all that sort of thing. Um, I think I think the biggest part of Nick Nurse's success this year is his ability to put players in a position to succeed. 
Right. And maybe like the best example is how he used Surge and JV early in the year. Yeah. In terms of like, depending on the matchups, this is who I'm going to play. Right. And so if tonight it's not a DeLon game, it's more of a CJ game or whatever, that's what it's, mm-hmm. that's where the minutes are going to be played. Right. And so in the playoffs, I'm always a big believer. You're only going like eight deep, right? Like I don't yeah. think you need to go that much further in the playoffs. Well, I was a, a classic Raptors fan that sold myself on like, the we're bench. going to be the yeah. first team with an 11 man <laughs> yeah. rotation and we're going to surprise everyone in the playoffs. And then like, yeah. you know, the so first series against Washington, you're like, we need Fred. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's just a matter of you find out who your eight guys are that work the matchups, however you want to play. Right. And then that's how you do it. What happens sometimes with Casey as like, it's just, this is how we play. Mm-hmm. This is what we do, regardless of if it works or yeah. not against this team. And you have versatile players, right? So if some guy's hot, ride that out, right? And you just kind of play it that way. I think that's been the the key to Nick Nurse's success is trying all these different things, but also knowing that, hey, this matchup is better for Surge than yeah. it is for Monroe. So I'm going to extend Serge's minutes in this game. Right? And and I think that like, you know, even my question is probably based on the fact that, you know, JV has been gone for such a long yeah. time that we haven't seen that fluidity at the yeah. center spot yeah. for, um, for like a month. Yeah. For like it's over a, a month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty, pretty nasty injury. It was awful. Um, was it against who was, it was Golden State? Draymond. 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 Draymond basically like smacked his yes. thumb off. Draymond. Like, um, uh, Draymond. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about Kyle uh, Lowry a little bit. Uh, you know, he's getting older. Uh, he can still do so many things. He's he's absolutely you know he maybe is uh, the best distributor he's ever been, mm-hmm. um, arguably. Uh, but you know, I think his shooting is is super important to this team. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Sheldon, I'll start with you. Um, as far as like Kyle being our second option, yeah. Do you think that we're over relying on that, or do you think, like, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. like, you know, should we find, should Nurse be building another second option, or is it kind of like we're going in with Kyle and we'll pivot? I think it has to be Kyle Lowry. Like the way that the team is currently constituted, it has to be Kyle Lowry, yeah. just because. And I know his shooting's been up and down, but I've been more focused on when he's being aggressive as opposed mm. to right. when he's not being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He took and he took ten uh, threes. Yeah, uh, last game. He so, looked awesome yeah. in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, he definitely. Did. And I think that's way more important. Of you know. The things I always like to point out with Kyle Lowry is, is he coming down and taking that like three in transition? That's yes. when he's feeling good, right? Yeah. Or is he driving to the basket and trying to get to the free throw line? Those are the two things mm-hmm. when you see Kyle Lowry, like he's in rhythm. You know yeah. that he's on that night. And just pa- the way passing up shots, Kyle Lowry is always no. like, no. Yeah, you can't have that. Yeah. You can't have that. And it has to be Kyle because. I don't know how long this surge run is going to last for where surge has been playing amazing this year. I'm kind of waiting. I have him on my fantasy team and I'm yeah. like waiting for like, I don't want to trade him, but I'm like, I think I should. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I, I kind of think the surge thing would have already happened. Right. Because there's no way in hell that you start Greg Monroe. No. So surge has been starting at center for every game mm-hmm. and save for like his knee kind of flaring up. Yeah. For a, couple a couple of games there, games. Yeah. you know, like, if it were going to drop off, that's when you would expect his production to drop off. When when Jonas when he isn't able to take the first eight minutes of the game off against Hassan Whiteside mm-hmm. in Miami, right? Or like against you know mm-hmm. that sort of an Andre mm-hmm. Drummond type center. Um, yeah. 
and it hasn't really happened. He's still knocking, you know, he, he slumped as any kind of normal shooter would, yeah. but he's like still knocking down that, that little pocket pass. Oh, yeah. he's money from that, yeah. like from the, fr- yeah, from it's the free like, throw. It's crazy how he looks when he plays power forward, he looks washed. Mm-hmm. But then when he plays center, it's like, oh, the man can, he can still ball. Totally. Like, you know, that's and like, it's got to, like, it always, like, uh, it, it always makes you think about, um, you know, positions, uh, or, or sorry, like, um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like opportunity in the mm-hmm, NBA, yeah. because I remember when we, uh, signed him yeah. in his, uh, in his opening thing, he said, I am a center. Like I want to play center, but then obviously Pirtle had a good season. Yeah, JV yeah, yeah. still a part of the team and we kind of had to do that. Or we, I don't know if we had to do it. Uh, maybe that's like, you know, a Casey criticism thing where he should have experimented more, but Pirtle was a guy who deserved minutes. And I think that, uh, Surge, look, you look pretty rough at the power forward to your point, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry. Yeah, no, just in terms of, and if it's so, if it's not Kyle, I don't know if I'm ready to, to fully trust Surge when we're talking like playoffs and everything's on the line. Yeah. It's like, we need a basket. And it's not quiet. It's going to be Surge. I'm not ready to do that. And I don't think Pascal's ready. Okay. That's where I was going. I was like, what if yeah, it's that's, Pascal? That's kind of where it hinges, right? I don't know if he's ready. Uh, he's ready I, against I Phoenix. He, yeah, I know. Yeah. He's yeah, ready he's against ready Phoenix. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's not saying very much. But, like, yeah. but he does seem like, a, I, I, I'd be curious if, uh, you know, part of the long-term experiment, if Nurse just, you know, slips in a couple more plays mm-hmm. um, made for Siakam to score and not just, you know, transition, like, yeah. like actually set up for Siakam to try and run yeah. something. Yeah. That's not just oppor- like, you know, opportunistic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's kind of like a, my, my question answers itself pretty, I just pretty think it, easily. We I do just need Kyle. Kyle does so much for the team. And mm-hmm. even if he's not being and like him being aggressive with his shot, just opens things up for everyone else yeah. as well. Like you can't, cheat off of surge anymore right like yeah so you mentioned the pocket passes that he hit surge with right at the free throw line that's money it's yeah. in every time the way that he looks for siakam same thing and it just opens up kyle makes him so much more confident as well mm-hmm. and then you you notice in the last game in dallas they ran a couple sets for kyle where he's coming off the screen yes they're getting him that open three look once he just gets a couple of those baskets a night, like those are the shots you need him to hit. It's not going to be ISO Kyle step back, like tough shots. No. I feel yeah. like every once in a while and, you throw in a play for him. Yeah. And he's also just, he's getting that like crafty old man game too. Oh, like a little, I'm just look, like, oh my totally. God. He already had it. Totally. Yeah. He's like totally. extra crafty. Yeah, old like, man. like went at the, at the, in the like last two minutes of, of he, he, uh, Luka Doncic tried to post him up yes. and he was like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you understand young man? I know. Do you know, do you know who I am? I love it. Like, it was so like, and just to have that back mm-hmm. on a consistent, like yes. where it's like the guy is going to, you know, curl off a screen and make that like going left three point. That's yep. that Kyle Lowry shot where you're like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and, um, and then come back down the floor and be like, oh, also like, I don't care how big you are. I'm either going to take the charge or I'm going to make you so mad. Like, like yeah. Doncic tried to post Kyle Lowry up, couldn't do anything, and then committed a, a frustration foul. Yeah, yeah. a terrible foul. Too, like, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And Seven that's, and that's so like well. a, so that's like a, really, like, if you think about it, it's like plus five, right? If mm-hmm. if he's coming down and making a three-point shot like that, and then coming down the floor and, and just being an ab- the absolute, like, Kyle Lowry bulldog, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, this guy is a terror. Yeah. Right. He's an absolute terror. So... Let me let me just do like a little little follow up to that question. When you think about playing like the Celtics or the Bucks, mm-hmm. fuck the Celtics, um, <laughs> fuck the Celtics, <laughs> obviously. Um, 
you know, with but you know, Rozier and uh, Smart, they're big players. Yeah. And uh, even even Milwaukee, Kyle has really struggled against Brogdon and Bledsoe. Bledsoe, I, yeah. I think yeah. particularly on defense, he's just getting. And they have George Hill now. Yeah. 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 And yeah. he's getting blown by quite a bit. Uh-huh. So I mean, yeah, is that just one of those things where? this is who we got and you know, we shouldn't really be developing counters. Like obviously you can't bench a guy like Kyle, but what do you do if we're in a, in a series against Milwaukee and they're just going at him play after play? I think you got to play him less. I think you got to play Kyle less minutes, which means you need more from Delon and Fred. Right. And I just think what that does is it keeps Kyle fresh. It keeps him, you know, when Kyle struggles, I think he's playing a lot of minutes and then Mm. he's trying to cheat on defense. Right. right. Yeah. You yeah. know, like LeBron, they talked about it a lot last year where LeBron's cheating on defense and he's like walking. He's not really helping mm-hmm. on defense. And yeah, he's, he's, sa- he's saving it. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle, when you start playing him extended minutes, he's going to save, he's going to try to save some energy for the offensive end to try to create those plays for whoever it is. And if you just play him less minutes, but you can only do that if you get something from Fred and along. Mm-hmm. If you can't get anything from Freddie, then you got to. You got to just rely on Kyle and then you're in trouble. I think that's the problem. Manage his minutes, keep his minutes down so that when he's in the game, he's going all out. The other thing too is like you, you've never had someone like Danny Green defending beside Kyle before. That's true. Yeah. Right. Like he's going to be DeMar DeMar DeRozan was defending that position last year. Totally. And I love totally respect to DeMar, but like, no, look at how Danny Green. Yeah. Right. Look at how Danny Green (laughs) guarded James Harden. Yeah. yeah, Danny Green's yeah. awesome. You just put yeah. it like Harden would take that first step and he would just put the shoulder in. Yeah. Like, go on. Get yeah. like try and get past me. Yeah. Right. And it just it just aggravated James Harden just enough. It's like, yeah, he's still got 30. Yeah. But Danny I th- Green I thought he did a good job on James yeah, Harden. I agree. It was like, the role play. That was, was Dan- that was Danny Green's job for the entire first half of that game. Mm-hmm. Just like just make James Harden's life a living hell. Sure. So yeah. it's like, okay, then one of those wing players, whoever is hot, maybe Kyle's guarding him. Maybe mm-hmm. Kawhi is guarding him. Maybe Danny Green is guarding him so that, that Kyle and Kawhi can kind of, mm-hmm. right? So those are going to be kind of your three primary looks in terms of like wing defending. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that. I'll or, go to war with that. Or yeah. if we're if we're playing the Bucks and you know they, they have Lopez at the three, why don't you put Kyle on him? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just He's trying like, to sit on, on the three point line yeah. and, and hit like, jumpers anyways. Um <laughs> okay, I feel like we've we've buried the lead long enough. Um so uh, Anthony Davis, uh, we've all been waiting for it, has, um, uh, you know, uh, through Rich Paul, uh, requested, I don't, I don't know if requested a trade is is uh, correct, but he's let them know that he's not going to re-sign. Uh, he still has the rest of this year and a full, um, like all of next year mm-hmm. on contract. Yeah. So if you're to trade for Anthony Davis, you're getting him for a significant amount of time. Um the Raptors are, I guess, every single team in the NBA is rumored to be putting a package uh, for AD. Um, <clears throat> Steve, let's uh, let's start with you. If the Raptors, oh, uh, not not who you want, who do you think that the Raptors brass will like will or will, like? How does that conversation go? Is it like start with Siakam? It or? starts with Siakam. It has to. Right. It, I don't know where For the Pelicans. Uh, it has to start there. I yeah. Assume. It, you know, you 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 give Siakam, you give OG. You yeah. give Jonas? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's where the salary matching comes yeah. in. Like, um, what? I, I don't know. And Jonas is also good. Yeah, Jonas. Oh, buddy. Yeah. I'm yeah. in the JV hive. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm deep in the hive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, like, who. 
I don't know what else you do. Like, yeah, our, our, our picks aren't great. Yeah, so that, and you don't like you don't Delon. Delon's a free agent after this year. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't. Yeah, you don't. He's not interesting in a in a package like that. Yeah, I, like yeah, because you have Drew Holiday. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. tough one. It's a tough one. But honestly, if I'm Masai Jerry, I slide the paper over, and I say everybody not named Kawhi, just pick what you want. Yeah, I, 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 it's honestly yeah. that simple if I'm Maasai. And the thing is, the thing that I feel like, and it's funny watching the American coverage mm-hmm. and the Canadian coverage of it, right? Because the Canadian coverage overvalued, because the majority of the media in Canada yeah. works for the team. Right? Yeah. So there's a, they overvalue a lot of the guys on the Raptors. Oh, right? you, can't, you can't trade so, Surge for AD, sorry. Yeah. But you, yeah. I feel like talking to a lot of Raptors fans, I've heard way too much, I don't know if I'd give up Pascal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait a second, like that can't even be a conversation. Excuse me, what? Yeah, a lot of people are, are in love with Pascal. And I get it, he's really good. But we're talking about Anthony Davis, yeah, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, it's on the table. Go. You you could have half a year of Kawhi and Anthony Davis. Who gives a shit who your yeah. point guard oh, is? Yeah. We, exactly. We'd actually have, we'd have the monsters. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes. or two of them anyway. Yeah. It's like um, Oh, well, that's the thing, right? Because the, the talk was, well, if you give up your whole team, who do you have left? I'm like, hey. If you have Kawhi, Anthony Davis, you still have Kyle Lowry. Yeah, because there's no way. Who the and we and we just went through a bunch of guys who deserve minutes who would be left. Exactly. You know, Kawhi comes off your bench. CJ Miles comes off your bench. You'd still have one of JV or Serge. Terrence Ross demands a trade back to Toronto. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm who sure. knows what happened? <laughs> Ross, Ross is coming back. Uh, Ross is going to come back. Man. He's going to score 52. Oh, it's going to be nuts. That's that's amazing. yeah. I mean, look, and the other thing is, is like, <clears throat> if Kawhi walks, you fucking blow it up anyway. Yeah, I can swear on this podcast. Right? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take her easy. Okay, Matt's, Matt's getting excited. <laughs> right? Like you don't. Then then your core is OG. You then if like if Kawhi walks, you don't resign Delon. He's twenty seven years old. There's mm-hmm. no way. Yeah. Uh, and. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like, I know. Here's the thing. Like what's the worst case scenario? Like let's say worst case scenario, you have AD and Kawhi and you flame out in like the second round. I don't think that would happen, yeah. but I'm just saying worst case yeah. scenario. Yeah. Kawhi walks, you still have Anthony Davis for one year and you can still trade Anthony Davis for whatever the Lakers yeah. package is, yeah. whatever Boston's package yeah. is. They're still going to offer you and like Tatum or, you know, right, Ingram sure. or Lonzo and you take that package and you, okay, cool. I rebuild. even said, I even said that about Kawhi. Like if you, yeah. uh, like when we first got him, if the, if Masai got a strong indication that he was leaving a hundred percent, yeah. if you gave uh, the Knicks a call, Mm-hmm. And you said, do you think that you can keep Kawhi over the Clippers or the Lakers? Yeah. I bet you the Knicks are like, yeah, we're New York City. We, Of course we can keep Kawhi. I mean, James yeah. Dolan probably yeah. hangs up the phone given yeah, the past yeah. relationship. Oh, right. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, forgot, I forgot that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a couple of people that Masai is not yeah. allowed to Oops talk to. Oops a daisy. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's probably true for like the Sacramento Kings. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Although if Willie calls, like, get my guy Willie in Toronto, man. Ooh. He's looking okay. I oh, thought. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Actually, he's that, that Sacramento looking. game was really fun. I thought Bagley looked okay too. I've heard, yeah. hearing yeah. nonstop like uh, how he doesn't fit in the league, and you know he's out of position, and he's not going to amount to anything. And I'm like, this guy—he's a rookie. He's good. So. He looks yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah. He looks like he belongs. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I don't like. I don't. I, don't, I think why I kind of think Kawhi maybe stays. They have, to, they have to get to the finals. Yeah, yeah I, I've been in the um, 
in the camp of kind of like it was worth it regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a there's I would say there's as many reasons for Kawhi to stay as there is for him to leave. Mm-hmm. And how those are weighted is gonna kind of like tell that story. Because it's not even a zero sum game necessarily. He no. could do a one and one. Yeah. Exactly. He, he could stay for one year. Yeah. yeah. So and then also he's done it before. So I'm sure that he could do a one and one. And then if the first three months don't go as he predicted, yeah. or l- let's say Messiah's like, okay, if you hang out, um, you know, for one more year, I'm going to get you another superstar. And he doesn't, then Kawhi could just demand a trade again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I go. think the, the part two that's gone so well this year is his relationship with the Raptors and how they're using him. Yeah, I think right? so. So as much as a joke that we make about load management, cause that term just sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It's actually been really good to see Kawhi Leonard. I think it was a couple of days ago. Was it in Houston? Mm. He had like the, he talked on that game day and it was a big uh, presser where he just talked about how the Raptors seemed to get it in yeah. terms of he only played seven games or whatever it was last year. He didn't really play five on five mm-hmm. until training camp. So he's not, he doesn't want to go out there and just run his body into the ground. And so totally. the Raptors have understood that they gave him a week off last week and it's no, no questions asked. No, mm. nothing. Who gives like, who gives a shit, right? doesn't like, matter. Oh yeah. Like as yeah. I'm against the Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> like, as a Raptors fan yeah. that I've seen so many of, uh, you know, I've seen Lowry burn out in the playoffs. I've yeah. seen uh, DeRozan obviously burn out in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, the idea, I'm definitely not one of those fans that it's like, oh, the fans paid and, uh, you know, they deserve to watch the players. I'm like, well, for my team, I want Lowry to have a ton of rest. So (laughs) if Phoenix isn't good enough to see Lowry, that's on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Atlanta's not good enough to see Kawhi, that's on them. Be a better team that we have to play our guys against. Exactly. Otherwise, I don't really feel sorry for you and I want to go far in the playoffs. So... I want all the guys healthy. Yeah. Like, um, I know it sucks for fans, and it was funny to even see, was it Brian Burke? Brian Burke was even commenting. Brian Burke? Yeah, exactly. Was he? Oh, God. oh, Brian Burke was out here talking about how <laughs> Get out of here, Brian uh, Burke. it's unfair to the fans that pay their hard-earned yeah, yeah, money yeah. to come to games and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, cool, but talk to me in the conference finals. Right? Exactly, like, yeah. Something that neither organization knows a lot about. Fucking Don Cherry cosplay-ass motherfucker. <laughs> Don Cherry cosplay. That's huge. Take that, Brian Burke. Cosplay right? son of a it's bitch. Just like, it's just like, we're talking real championships, right? Championships, yeah. aspirations. Like, totally. it's just, be real. Um, yeah, well, you know what? I feel like we got, we got a lot of more AD stuff to get to, so yeah. let's move to the uh, NBA at large. But before... Um, Matt, the pressure's on for this one because I'm gonna I'm gonna fail. I know it. Yeah, well, you you better hit us with something good. Tell me something I don't know. Tell us all something we don't know about Kyle Lowry. Oh, Oh. why did I pick Kyle, buddy? Did you know? Okay, he hasn't dunked since 2008. Oh my god! What about the the All Star game? He dunked in an All Star. I'm talking about regular season when it when it matters. We're talking about real basketball. Okay, fair enough. enough. (laughs) Okay, do whatever you want in the All Star game. Wear a cape. I don't care. Um, I guess I didn't know that. I didn't know this. Okay, (laughs) it's about me. Okay, (laughs) but you can't lower the bar. I didn't know that. Okay, so when LeBron made the decision Mm -hmm. to leave Cleveland the first time, Mm -hmm. um, Kyle signed an offer sheet with the Cavs. Did you know that? Oh, I don't remember this. And it, he publicly ripped Dan Gilbert 
for how he reacted to LeBron, and then he signed an offer sheet with the uh, the Cavaliers. Really? And obviously, I guess Houston obviously matched it, right? I don't remember that. Yeah, huh? I don't remember that at all. Yes. Oh wait, so he w- w- when he was playing for Houston, he yeah. signed an offer sheet with the Cavs. Okay. Yes. Hey, you hit me with something I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What else you yeah. got? Um, he's got his own juice called Fam Juice. You know that? <laughs> fam, fam juice. Fam juice. <laughs> Buddy, you gotta lead with this shit. <laughs> fam juice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds gross. Juice company. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that does sound gross. <laughs> yeah. <It's> super gross. <laughs> fam juice. Yeah. Um, okay. Fam juice. What, well, tell me some. Tell me some of a fam juice. Or is that? That's all you got. It's fam. Well, juice. just that it's like uh, it, it's uh, juices and teas, and they're you know oh, uh, 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 the fruity variety. So wait a second. Is his <laughs> is the guy is his face like on the branding no. or is he just like no. silent? It's not partner? like Newman's own. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> if if Kyle Lowry's face was on, I'm like drinking herbal tea now. That's yeah. just I'm an herbal yeah. tea guy yeah. now. It's like did Kyle Lowry become one of those like Instagram models? So yeah, right. Yeah. 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 He's got to get some dough. <laughs> um, and just the other thing, do you know about his shoe brand that he has in China called Peak? Yes. You know about that? I'm sorry. Did you say chew brand? Like tobacco chew? No, shoe. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he had a chew brand, and I'm like, oh, oh shit, dude. I would love to dude. see that. Lowry's Lippers. Yeah, just, Lowry's oh, Lippers. My God. He's just like getting sick on the bench. Um, I puked in a Cineplex off one of those once when I was 15. <laughs> wow. Sucked. Yeah. My buddy's like, try this. And I did, and it was so bad. Which Cineplex? Uh, Cineplex Odeon. In, well, I guess they're all, they were all that at one point. In Ajax, Ontario. Ajax? Ontario, yeah, okay. where I later worked. Okay, so yeah. Uh, the only other thing I have, well, I feel like we've had a lot of guests on. I give him a lot of flack about his weight and stuff. Everyone's starting to call him pudgy and all this. Not Look, me. You know Unbelievable. what? Unbelievable. You know what? Uh, you want to hear what his pregame? Uh, do you know what his pregame <laughs> breakfast is? <laughs> oh jeez, I don't. But I want to know. Gluten free pancakes. Okay. Fruit, turkey sausage, and egg whites. Hmm. Avocado. Wow. And he's jacked and ready to go, he says. And then he just basically pounds a bucket of chew? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Does a couple, yeah. Pukes it all up. Couple spit (laughs) sessions with the uh, Lowry's Lipper, and he's ready to go. Did you guys see that Globe and Mail article? About the... um, No. The Raptors, like, practice facility chef? No. No, but I I make my own hot sauce, so my buddy was telling me about this. Oh, there you go. He, like, he... he, uh, He does the whole... It's, like, it's a scratch kitchen, and they do everything, like, organic, and, like, it's worth it worth the read okay yeah so i get the gluten-free the yeah. whole thing that that makes sense because it's all probably done from, yeah i feel from like that kitchen in-house most players are like ridiculously healthy these days yeah how, yeah. how do you not like yeah. the raptors are kind of lame too even by like nba standards they don't really very rarely do you see them on like instagram mm-hmm. you know that is true like is yeah true. there was the, there was the Kawhi uh drake yeah. Drake shot, which Danny Green said he got cut out of, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. <laughs> but I want to see like Alex McKechnie in the mix. You know what right? I mean? Like, does he like, party or what? Uh, like, Danny Green's the only person I've seen on, like on Instagram this year being like, "You were at EFS, were you? <laughs> were you really at the club?" <laughs> like, okay, Danny Green. Yeah, he, yeah. There's not many guys. No. D- Danny's busy, but he seems like he's having a wonderful season. Oh yeah. So it's like, hey, between podcasting, you're clearly like putting in the oh, work. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, don't get me wrong. I love going out. Yeah, I don't go to the club. No, I know what you but, mean though. A yeah. lot of guys seem a little a little low key for sure. Yeah, and like gym rats, like they're yeah. always just like in yeah. the gym working out, and it's a different. It's different when you go back like 
an error or two. Patrick and I'll Patterson. say like, yeah, yeah. Patrick Patterson. <laughs> he was definitely in these streets. Yeah. For sure. yeah. he was going in, yeah. uh, T. Ross, we yeah. know, definitely in these streets. Yeah. And I always go back to, and this is a weird, a weird pull of a name, okay. but I always go back to Sonny Weems. Oh. Sonny Weems and Damar were Sonny like Weems, Money Dreams. Yeah. Right? They were a duo, and yeah. Sonny Weems was out all the time. But at the same point, like, Damar was like getting really serious with his girl and kind of went like the other way. Like, if we remember, Damar's girl played ball at USC, right? So she okay. was a serious, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on him, like, right, getting the gym, workout, but like, yeah, she was yeah, on yeah. him in that sense. I have more game than you. Come on. Sonny Weems yeah. was like, oh, I'm out with back spasms. I'm out for like two weeks. It's yeah, like, yeah. Get out of here. Right? Yeah. But, like, you're in the club. I, rem- I so remember it was inter- still it was interesting. Oh, I was going to say, I remember still hoping for Sonny Williams. I, I watched him do like a, a dunk off in Russia. And I'm like, he's got it. He's coming he's back. Coming back. And he's, I think he did come back to Phoenix. Yes, he was deaf for a little bit. But yeah. I was going to say, actually, I can't say it. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I do remember uh, in a group text, which I'm sure it's funny now, everyone has like multiple group texts with yeah. different yeah, friends, yeah. whatever. But the Raptors were playing the Suns last season if i'm not mistaken it had to be last season and my buddy just puts a picture of a text conversation he was having with one of his exes and she said sunny weems just tried to pick me up on tinder <laughs> that's all i'm just gonna leave that there I'm still at it just gonna leave that there and yeah so at home if you're thinking about sunny just tip your hat yeah. and know that he's still doing his thing um <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's move on to the NBA. Matt, would you give me that NBA sting? NBA. Freddie, what does this stand for? Mas- National, National Basketball, Basketball Association. <laughs> <laughs> you, you waited for me to like utter one Nas. syllable, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I was gonna I was gonna say basketball. So, <laughs> so you saved me a basketball. bit. Basketball, I like um, it. And just uh, just a shout out to Matt. He works really hard on these weird <laughs> sound bites. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, you've cut out the first "Get the Garbage Out of Here" and just fast forward to when Jack. Fully lost his voice. Yeah, which is one of my yeah. Jack highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time, uh, one time at um, halftime, Jack was removed because he lost his he voice. Lost his voice, and it was very, very good. <laughs> didn't do his vocal warm ups. He didn't do yeah. his vocal warm ups. He was just, uh, you know, pounding whatever he pounds. MGD. <laughs> yeah. MGD. MGD. Yeah. Uh, cool. So yeah, let's, uh, I feel like we should, you know, continue talking about AD because it's going to be, it's going to be the major narrative for at least a little while. Yeah. Um, can I throw in two reports so that you guys can keep in mind? Okay, sure. Today? sure. So one, just about AD saying that he wanted to be traded. Also, he said now that I'm not going to resign with you unless you're the Lakers. <laughs> Whoa. So okay. That, all right. So that's yeah. going to change everything for trades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other report that Lonzo Ball's camp came out and said, yeah, I wanted to be in a three-way train of Because I don't want to play in New Orleans. Yeah. He wants yeah, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. a... Yeah. Uh, starting, I like that. I like that. Lonzo feels like he's in. I know. Yeah, like, to eight call shots, and he's like, <laughs> and he's two steps ahead of the game. <laughs> you know what? Though good, good for his. Yeah. Uh, good for his uh, camp for like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> shutting down Papa Bear. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, a couple uh, years, like that was that was insufferable. Yeah, it was a good run though. Lavar, right? His name's Lavar. Never lost. Yeah, yeah. But like, wasn't it weird? As soon as LeBron got signed to the Lakers, Lavar went silent. Yeah. Until oh yeah. Now. yeah. Like yeah. that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, le- could just go one hundred to zero. 
Right, I listened yeah. to a genie bus on Zach Lowe, and uh, he basically, Zach Lowe's like, so what have you done with LeVar? <laughs> and genie was like, oh, what do you mean? He's like around, and he's like a good dad, and you know, he's got other sons. And and like she was basically offering anything but yeah. the truth. Nothing. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. like very clearly LeBron was like, I'm a much bigger celebrity than yeah. you, and I'll ruin you and your three children's <laughs> careers if you do anything I don't like. <laughs> this is my um, team. Yeah. yeah. But... um. Yeah, that definitely does change things. I was kind of waiting for that Laker hammer. To, I think a lot of people were waiting for the Laker hammer to drop. But um, how is this not tampering? Can you please explain? Da- well, here's the well, thing. They've, like, they've opened that, actually. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. No the Pelicans have opened a tampering yeah. thing. But it's just a fine. Sorry, what are you going to say, Steve? Uh, there, was a, there was a really funny tweet about like the... About the Pelicans, like calling the cops on the Lakers. I can't <laughs> calling remember the, the cops. exact. Yeah, <laughs> calling the police. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, is this like I did? Rich Paul fuck up. Yeah, you said you said that at the beginning of. Uh, you said that before we started recording. Like, I'm I'm curious what your what your theory is. Like, did he overplay his hand? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I don't think so because I feel like the at the end of the day, come 2020, he's going to be on the Lakers. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's just he's trying to speed up the process. Mm-hmm. It might not work. Like, right. I don't think – I think we're seeing a trend right now where teams are – teams and owners are getting frustrated with the players right. using their power. Right. Right? So you've seen the pettiness come from – All uh, sides. Who's, yeah. who's Indiana's GM, Pritchard? Yep. When Paul George says, I want to go to the Lakers, he's like, well, screw you. I'm not sending you to the Lakers. You're going right. to OKC. Right. Kawhi says, I want out or we're told Kawhi wanted out. Right. And Pop's like, I'm not sending you where you want to go to. Mm -hmm. I'm sending you to Toronto. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to see the same thing here. And maybe Rich Paul got a whiff of that happening. And now he's trying to play the public game. Get out in front. Right. Yeah. Get out in front of it and try to put some pressure on them. And AD is a really likable figure. Yeah. So he's definitely not. I mean, I guess so are the other guys. So. But it's it's just a, a thing where you know he's gonna come out and take the hits for it. It's not Kawhi or Uncle Dennis or Paul George or whatever. It's Rich Paul saying all this right. stuff, right? And he's taking the hits, not really Anthony Davis. And he tried to frame it as, well, I'm just trying to let the team know ahead. Of I have time. the best interest of yeah, my yeah. client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that, I feel like that leads into the question I wanted to ask. Uh, Pretty well, just because. So yeah, he has played his hand. Um, you know, both Rich Paul and and AD, um, and we have some fresh examples like Kawhi, mm-hmm. um, like Jimmy Butler, like Jimmy Paul George, um, guys who've kind of demanded to go to a specific place, and they've gotten the like Jimmy McNulty treatment, <laughs> where it's like, oh, where where do you want to go? Okay, cool. That's the only place I'm not gonna uh, send you, or that's the main place you're yeah. not gonna go. <coughs> Pardon me, and um. And, you know, with Paul George, we've seen it be like a massive, um, you know, I want to say like surprise and upset win for Mm -hmm. a franchise in Oklahoma City to straight up like clown L.A. like that. Like Paul George didn't even take a meeting and he was it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to go to L.A. Yeah. Now, obviously, Anthony Davis is even a bigger he's he's a bigger star, uh, probably has more sway. But um yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you, Steve. If you're the Pelicans, um, knowing the type of leverage you have, what's like your strategy here? Right I'm looking now? at the arena in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're already relocating. Yeah, no, like, I know. No, it does suck that they have an owner who's like, I like the Sa- or like the uh, New Orleans Saints, and I don't care that much about the Pelicans. Oh, it's like, that's man. not 
great for your franchise. I don't know. What am I doing if I'm the Pelicans? This is cra- It's crazy because like... I- like, do you care about where AD wants to go or where AD is going <sighs> to resign? Or are you just like, I want the best assets, period? I think you have to want the best assets. Right. But like... And I think this was something that was said on the on the low post with with Windhorse and uh, and Howard Beck. Mm-hmm. But like, it's a bad place to go watch basketball. Like I was yeah. in oh. New Orleans, I was in New Orleans a handful of years ago, and I didn't end up going to the game. And, but it was before like Paul Millsap had signed with the Nuggets. Okay, so the Hawks, like Budenholz, were still coaching the Hawks. Okay, they were good, and. I could have walked up to, and gotten a, a seat like in the lower bowl for like 40 US dollars. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it's not, it's a football town. It's always mm-hmm. kind of been a football town. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a bummer. Cause like, first of all, my God, those jerseys are so good. Uh, <laughs> have you seen their mascot in the mascot? Pierre, Pierre <laughs> so good. Okay. you can't talk about the Pelicans, Pelicans mascot without, also talking about King Cake Baby. Oh yeah, they're 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 secondary mascot. Here's the thing: is that also <laughs> a scary baby? Is that also the Smoothie King? I hope so. I hope the smooth. No, actually, you know what? I ch- I looked into this once, and Smoothie King is a is a is a Chinese owned business. Ah, uh, it's different. But I I did wish that that was the Smoothie yeah, King. Yeah, right. And that's the only way you could get a smoothie was yeah. from this baby. Um, you know, but like I don't know, I don't know what what do you do? Like like uh, you can't. There's not. There aren't enough people in the stands to sell the value yeah. of getting a fir- like be, being like somehow we have a chance to get Zion, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I guess here's where I stand. Like if you know if if I'm from the Pelicans and uh, I'll just drop this and, and go to you, Sheldon. But um, you know you've had Chris Paul, uh, you've had Anthony Davis, you've had generational talents that you've drafted. And it's blown up in your face in the worst possible yeah, way. I think I saw something that's like two playoff series. Two playoffs. Yeah. Right. Win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at what point do you start to look at guys that are already on contract and that might that you might have a bit more control over um, that might be ascending? You know what I mean? And just trade Anthony Davis to, I don't know, some, some team that's desperate to make the playoffs or make some kind of statement uh, and and not play into the Lakers uh, or the Celtics hands and let them strong arm you in this negotiation. Like, you know, Spurs have done it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously the Thunder uh, did it and, um, or so not in Indiana and and the Bulls uh, as well. Right. Um, So yeah, where, where are you at? Where, where are you at? If you're, if you're a Pelicans, if you're in the Pelicans, you know, war room, the Pelicans, where are you at right now? If I'm a Pelicans fan, it's, and I don't know how many of those people exist, yeah, right? yeah. but you're, de- you're devastated. You're mad at the organization because yeah. it's the organization's fault, right? Yeah. And you can't even really get mad at Anthony Davis because you mentioned Chris Paul and mm-hmm. Anthony Davis. That means, and they've had the same GM yep. the entire time, and you failed to build teams around both of those guys, right? You lucked out in getting Anthony Davis by winning the lottery that year when you really weren't supposed to. Yeah. You get Anthony Davis, you finally get someone around him in terms of Boogie Cousins. And I know Boogie gets hurt and that's terrible and that's bad. Yeah. But if you re-signed Boogie Cousins, I highly doubt that Anthony Davis a year later or less than a year later is now going to be requesting a trade. The bond that those guys seem to have yeah. for whatever reason, they seem to like playing with each other. And I know that you probably didn't want to throw a bunch of money at Boogie because he's coming mm-hmm. off an Achilles and I get all that. But if he has a bond with your star player that you're trying to keep, 
you might want to keep Boogie yeah. Cousins around. Especially when you bring in Alfred Payton. Yeah. yeah. Like, no disrespect to Alfred Payton, but like... I just don't understand why you... Oh, sorry. No, no, that was it. It just sort of, you know. I don't understand why you why you make such a big deal of trading for Boogie. And then, you know, obviously he gets this devastating injury. People are looking at Elton Brand, like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's not going to be able to come back. And I, you know, I put myself in the camp of people who are really surprised with how well he looks. Yeah, he looks and awesome. And how quickly. The, but, you know, I guess the science has improved and, uh, yeah. you know, maybe he was a uh, more of an athlete than El- El- Elton Brand. Yeah, and- maybe too. The the Warriors training staff is getting a lot of credit too for the job that they've done. Whereas the flip side, people crush New Orleans' training staff, right? They're right. saying, which I didn't even know this was a thing, but supposedly New Orleans shares their training staff with the football team. Yeah, I know. I've heard that as well. Like, how is that a thing for it's an terrible. NBA team? Like, you're just talking about the Raptors facilities and yeah. how great that is. They got a chef and making everything from scratch. And blah, and that's like something that as a player, you look at that and you say, this is a legitimate organization that cares about their players. Longevity. Yeah, yeah. right? Like, yeah. there's there's some actual mm-hmm. like care put into this. Whereas, oh, okay, I can't see the trainer today because he's worried about Drew Brees or whatever, right? Like it just, it's, it's messed up. And I think overall as an organization, they have to be better and they're just not, they haven't been. I don't feel sorry for the Pelicans or anything like that, but I'm just kind of wondering if they're looking at picks Mm -hmm. as why, why am I going to, why am I going to overvalue this pick when I know that even if I get Zion, he's on his way out uh, because <laughs> I, I can't build a team. Yeah, I know what you're so, saying. So, uh, at what point do you start, you know, trying to follow the the Utah model or mm-hmm. or looking at other teams or and being the like, Raptors model or the Raptors model? Exactly. Right? Like I know this Kawhi thing is makes it kind of weird, but if you go back and look at how the Raptors were built, it's not with the superstar. Like I know Demar and Kyle made the All Star game mm-hmm. multiple years in a row, but that's yeah. more based off the strength of the team. Yes. And it took a trade. For sure. You had exactly. to open up those those minutes for them. For sure. Yeah. But it's it's like built off the strength of the team more so than like having this superstar talent that you sign in free agency or whatever, right? right? And you got to build your team that way if you're New Orleans or if you're whoever, right? And you have Anthony Davis. It can't be that hard to build a team oh, around I agree. Anthony Davis. No, I mean like even if you look at the Bucks uh, with what Same, they've done with yeah. Giannis, I mean, New Orleans could have done that. Yeah. And and they didn't. And uh yeah, I just it's it's pretty bleak for them. Again, I don't really feel too sorry for them I mean, because that is the NBA. But you, f- you fire the general manager. Yeah. You don't you don't okay. trust him to make yeah, the trade. Exactly. This is I think like, he's gonna be petty. I think this is kind of the way forward. As ugly as that might be, mm-hmm. I think if it's like all of a sudden the GM got fired, I think things could go in a bunch of different directions. And I think if you're the Pelicans, you might want that. You might want like, hey, we don't trust this guy at the helm. Yeah, um, he's failed a bunch of times, so let's bring in someone new. And if that guy wants picks, okay, fair enough, because we're yeah. trusting a new person. Yeah, I mean, you look at it now, and do you wait until the off season to get bought to get whatever the offer is from Boston, which you hope would be Tatum, mm-hmm. and do you take that, or are you taking what the Lakers have on the table? Either way, I think you got to do what's in the best interest of the team, which I don't think they're going to do because that might be the Lakers trade. Right. Right. Like that might be the best offer you're going to get in terms of getting, you know, Lonzo, Ingram or uh, 
Kuzma. 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 Right? And it's like, Kuzma. that might be the best deal that you can get, but they're so focused on, well, we don't want to give LeBron his way. We don't yeah. want yeah, to yeah. seem like we're getting bullied. Rich Paul. Yeah. And then you're not going to do that trade. Like, that just seems weird to me. But here's my question, though. Do you, like, so, I, you know, obviously the calculus is going to change if he's saying, like, I'm only going to resign with the Lakers. <laughs> but let's say you're Portland and you're like, we don't care. We want Lillard and AD together for one playoff run. Yeah. Because we think that could win a championship. If you're the Pelicans and you have the choice between McCollum or Ball, do you really choose Ball? No. Or Ingram or Kuzma? Like, and no, you know, you probably get, I mean, you probably get Yusuf Nurkic too. That's right? what I mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, like starting with McCollum and then obviously, because I think if you're, if you're trading Anthony Davis, you can basically, you know, like you said, you slide the Raptors paper over. Yeah, yeah. So if you can do that with whatever, I team. don't know, half the teams in the NBA, the ones that aren't yeah. tanking and the ones that aren't, um, you know, already about to win a championship, that can, contenders can match the salary too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can also match the salary. Um, I don't know if I'm Utah or Portland or or the Raptors or the Raptors. I'm, I'm taking really, a big swing. I'm really on this Maasai like. Going for that, it. Yeah, because I just feel like there's not that many teams that are in the position that the Raptors are in. I totally in agree. In the sense that you're already right there in terms of we're going all in for this season. You're able to give up the youth. You're set up in a way with the cap that, again, if Kawhi leaves, cool, you can still trade him in the offseason. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just set up perfectly for you and – you play into the pettiness of exactly what happened with the Spurs where Popovich is like, I'm not sending you where you want to go. I'm going to send you to Toronto because I want DeRozan who's established as opposed to getting picks. Right. Right. And that yeah. you end, almost end up in the same situation where could like, if you look at it now, they would have been way better served to trade Kawhi to the Lakers and take Ingram ball, like whatever the deal was from the Lakers. I'd much rather have that than DeMar DeRozan and Pirtle. That's me. Yeah, that's me. Because we gave them DeRozan, Pirtle, and a pick. And a pick. Yeah. For Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard. Like, I much rather would have taken whatever the that's Lakers still, That still makes Bucks me shake were. my Yeah, the, the Danny, because I, okay, okay. Like, yeah, I was, you're right, though. You're right. right? I was yeah. one of those people that I, I would always dismiss that Kawhi stuff because I was just like, we don't have, like, the, we, they, they, they don't want DeRozan or Lowry for Kawhi. That was my main thing. <laughs> yeah. And and also, yeah. I thought that if that trade did happen, then they'd at least be like, well, then you're also taking Pau Gasol. And you're also <laughs> yeah, taking yeah, yeah, Blank, yeah, yeah. who we don't want. Yeah. I didn't think they'd be like, oh, we think Danny Green will help you win a championship. So yeah. well, he, he'll <laughs> come to. Too. <laughs> well, I, but like take the two surliest <clears throat> Yeah, people on the team, right? That was kind of the thing. Is mm -hmm. like cut the cancer out, for lack yeah, of a better yeah, term. Yeah, that is true, and I think we've seen that a lot with, uh, with Danny. You know, he hasn't been like Kawhi with the you know the big standoff, but Danny's had his fair share of slights against the Spurs mm -hmm. this year already. Medical staff, yeah. medical like staff stuff. It was all medical staff stuff, right? Yeah, same. Um, the two of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just. With kind of looking through the lens of AD, um, I'm curious what you guys think are, are good, you know, B plots. I'll just like float a couple. Um, so we still have the Conley and Gasol getting floated around. Obviously, yeah. they got trumped by uh, by the AD news. Um, Brian Windhorse on that low podcast was talking about how uh, the long term goal is that Kyrie's going to LA to join <laughs> AD. There was like um, another. There was another thing today saying he he was uh, open. Yeah. To reuniting with LeBron, right? There was yeah. like another thing that broke today. Um, and then I also find what's what's interesting from like a Raptors perspective and a Portland and all you know all these other teams that aren't aren't the uh, 
the constant kind of like talk of the NBA is, um, okay, so if New Orleans is trading AD, they probably want to trade Miritich, Holiday, yeah. um, Randall. Yeah. Um, I'm oh, sure they want to trade Randall. Solomon Hill. But, but, yeah, but like, you, you, know, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Should the Raptors be like, okay, we're ready to go at Miritich as soon as AD goes <laughs> type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there could be a lot of like uh, opportunism in this. For sure. Uh, Lowry for Holiday. Who knows? For sure. The, the B plot, honestly, that I'm most interested in though is yeah it doesn't have to be like related but it's it's just like lebron really being the commissioner of the nba like lebron is really running he really yeah the entire thing and it's kind of scary and and there's two sides of it because on one hand it's like you know the raptor fan you're like screw you lebron you ended our runs how many years in a row but on the flip side you kind of take a step back and you're like it's pretty cool how he's completely flipped the power structure yes in pro sports yeah right like showing that you know he can have this personality where he's coming out and speaking on, you know, whatever it's social issues or Mm -hmm. politics or whatever, but then also just saying, no, 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 you're Anthony Davis. You can force your way out a year early out of your contract and like navigate where you want to go. Or you're Kevin Durant. You can say, you know what? I'm going to join three other superstars because I need to win a title. Like he's changed so much. And to watch how he's, like done this without caring. Like the dinner that he had with Anthony Davis, like you're stanky rich. Okay. Yeah. If you wanted to have dinner with Anthony Davis, you could have done it anywhere in LA. You could have done it at your house. You could have rented out a floor in one of the hotel rooms. You could have done anything and said, you're going to go to a restaurant where everyone's going to see you, where everyone's going to report it. And it's going to turn into a story, but he just doesn't care because he can do whatever he wants and he knows it. He's the goat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the crazy thing. That's the it's craziest cool. thing that and I've I, enjoyed watching. And how about the fact that he, and you know, I'm, I'm kind of like pilfering Genie Bus a little bit, but um, with LeBron, you know, being side by side with Magic all the time, mm-hmm. it's kind of like two moguls, like yeah. one mogul's teaching, you know, tricks yeah. to to the new new mogul, yeah, right? And definitely, I feel like that's that's pretty cool. And well, Steve, we'll, we'll jump on your if you if there's a B plot you like, but uh, I kind of wanted to. Um, see how you guys feel about the whole kind of like player empowerment thing. So I'm pretty one note in that I basically just unabashedly love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that players are gaining some agency and I think it's such a double standard that people can be mad at. Um, not necessarily like, I feel like it's okay to have issues with Jimmy Butler's behavior, but the core of what he was doing and trying to force a trade, I think why someone would judge that harsher than what Ainge did to Isaiah Thomas, I don't understand. Yeah. Or even what we did to DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. So I think Blake that Griffin. Blake Griffin. Oh, Blake Griffin is a, is a, a great yeah, example. Blake Griffin is the best example of that too, yeah, because so he cool. re-signed to Max, got the whole, you know, kit and caboodle, like big show. Retire. Yeah. Retire exactly, yeah. as a clipper. <laughs> and, and didn't they even say like, you're going to be this like iconic figure. Yeah, they put yeah, him yeah. next to like, you know, like, like, uh, like social heroes yeah, and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to send him to Detroit of all places, um, yeah. So for me, I, I, I just think it's such a, again, if you disagree, that's totally cool. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what you guys think. And, and Steve, maybe I'll go to you first. Yeah. I'm a member uh, of a trade union, so I'm like super pro labor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you're not going to get, you're not going to get much, uh, uh, respect for ownership from me. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's like, I, 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 are you, are you with us too? You yeah. Know? No, no, no. If you're I'm not, 1, it's okay. No, no, no. Okay. I'm 1000% on the same side. Cause if you guys go online, love to agree. We're not the, I don't think we're the majority <laughs> necessarily because that might be changing, but because people just think of it from the fan perspective, yeah. this is our team. So how does it affect our team? Right. Yeah. Right. And I think we kind of, 
the Damar thing was the most interesting aspect to me was a fan reaction. And everyone's kind of like, oh no, but he actually liked us. And blah. and it was just funny to see that perspective. Instead it brought of in all the Canadian insecurity into like <laughs> one little nugget. Beliefs, you know? This is all, this is just residual, like emotional trauma from the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's fair. Yeah. That's all this They've is. passed it on. It's just like. Matt's a hardcore Leafs yeah. fan. He knows what's I mean, up. Yeah. That's it, fair. Absolutely. But it's, it's just a matter of like watching what these guys are able to do even if you go back to lebron and wade and bosh deciding mm-hmm. years before hey this is what we're gonna do we're gonna get together go to miami whatever like it's just a power structure and you understand that in life in all of our lives we all have the same ability it's just it's do you have enough power to do it and if we all mm-hmm. did we would totally. yeah. right? also like <laughs> don't forget the players are the poor ones yeah, in this situation. Oh man, that that, that, that was it's my so main true. note during so any true. kind of uh, bargaining agreement. People were like the players. I'm like, you know, the other side's billionaires, right? Yeah, it's millionaires, They're all billionaires. Like, like yeah. first of all, the whole argument makes me want to blow my brains out. Yeah, because look at us here, just fucking normal guys who yeah. are never ever going to be whatever. Yeah, that notwithstanding. This is still the underdog you're rooting for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a big way, too. Yeah. yeah. Even even consolidating an opinion of over 400 people versus three or versus uh, 30 ownerships is difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you talk about like trying to bust a union and, and that yeah. sort of thing, getting 30 people on the same page is profoundly easier than getting 40 people uh, or sorry, like over 400 people with, with wildly different contracts yeah. on the same page. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like, yeah, there's not a lot of, uh, it's just a, the, the power structure here. and the narrative of it all in terms of the players having the power and well, more so understanding the power that they have. Right. right. Cause it was always there. It just takes one person to kind of show you, mm-hmm. show the way totally. for lack of a better term. And I think it's so incredible. And like, I guess, cause I work in the media, pay attention to this side of it more, but I love what LeBron's done with like his media company and said, I don't need to give interviews to ESPN. I can when I want to. So I'll sit down with Rachel Nichols once a year. But other than that, I got my own show. Yeah. I'm going to make my own show and I'm going to sit down. We're going to talk about what we want to talk about. The only interesting thing I'm ever going to say to the media is going to be on my own show. Right. So I get all the hits. I get all the clicks on website, him talking about being the goat, his stuff about Trump. Like it's all on Mm. his own platforms and that's just using his power to benefit him as opposed to some other. And the whole league. Right. It doesn't just benefit benefit the league. too. He's laying out a platform and a path for obviously, you know, not every basketball player, but for, for people who are savvy Mm-hmm. And who are interesting and who have the talent and to, to kind of have that longevity. It's like, y- you can do this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, there, there's also, there's a contract aspect of it. But I also think that, you know, as much as, you know, obviously he's like a ridiculous character. LeVar Ball, to me anyways, I, I don't know if anyone had done this before him, but he brought in the idea of cutting out the middleman in the shoe yeah. companies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that could be a, have a profound effect going For sure. forward. Well, you know, what if a player is just like, hey, I have my own factory. I'm going to make my own shoes. Uh, I'll distribute them through Shopify or whatever. And I don't need Nike. And, yeah. I, and I'm not going to get like pushed around. Yeah. Or, or what about a guy like Jennings, who's like, I'm going to go play in Italy, make a bunch of money, then come to the NBA. Yeah. Or Moutier, who I think went to China. Luka yeah. Doncic. Look, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I, I think that 
sometimes when there's change or there's messiness, it freaks people out. Yeah. So on top of trading and all these different, you know, mechanisms or, or, you know, different situations that can happen in the NBA. Now on top of that, you also have players um, making big choices that are going to, you know, change the NBA. All for it. Um, And the other weird thing, although I always remember this from when uh, the collective bargaining stuff was going on, but I think it was a Bill Simmons article and he wrote an easy example of, uh, for owners, he said a sports team, owning a sports team is like a sports car. Like it's not really, like it's, no, it's not fun. a business thing yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like they're making money off of the owning the basketball team now. They might own, they might make money off the property mm-hmm. if they own the arena and yeah. they own like the yeah. businesses around it and all that. Cool. They might make money off that. But in terms of just owning a team, like that's not their business venture. That's like them just ripping up money. Totally. That's something they do for status. Yeah. It's yeah. something they do for fun to sit courtside and get to meet LeBron. Yeah. Right. Like whatever. And <laughs> you think of it in that sense. And then you're like, well, why can't LeBron, like, why is LeBron only capped at making whatever, $30 million a year? Exactly. Right? Um, I think this is a really good conversation. Um, pro labor, baby. Pro labor. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yet, still, with Steve, do you have a, like, a, a, like a B plot? It doesn't have to be Pelicans or uh, AD. I want to watch the Boston Celtics implode. Okay. Uh, yeah. The demise I mean, of Danny Ainge, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah, I see. I, I do too, but I was telling you guys before the podcast, like my Boston hate, you know, it's getting into real... We've got to we've got to tone it down. Yeah, well, I, I bullshit. Like I'm getting yeah, less and no. less objective, <laughs> and I floated this to you guys, and I feel like you know I got the reaction I was actually looking for, which is like, you know, fair enough, but maybe you could tone it down. And I was saying that um, I think Siakam's going to have a better career than Tatum, but um, can, it, can, can I just give you a quick pitch I'm, I'm for why I think I'm that listening. why I think that's a possibility? I'm listening. Okay, so. <clears throat> Beyond Tatum looking at the wrong role, mo- role models and Kobe Bryant and taking bad <laughs> shots, um, he's a really good defender, uh, and I think that uh, he's super young. Obviously, like uh, the idea is sky's the limit. So here's what I think. I think he's more raw than people give him credit for. Okay. I don't think he has the shot creation um, you know, outside of like a highly kind of systemed thing that Brad Stevens has going on um, or, or the natural kind of like opportunism that you see in Siakam. I also think Siakam is a better defender, a uh, better passer and a more unique player. <laughs> and I think that, yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what? So the, you're that, basically, basically calling this guy Gordon Hayward. You were basically what, saying Tatum? that Jason Tatum is going to be Gordon Hayward. <laughs> I ki- I think he kind of is Gordon Hayward with much better defense. Gordon Hayward leaves Quinn Snyder's system and all of a sudden looks I mean yeah. normal. Again, yeah. So so talk some sense into me, okay? I think I feel like Tatum, I need this. I think Tatum is really good. I think he will be really good. And the difference between him and Siakam, like my angle on Siakam is way different than a lot of other people. And I admit that. And it's making me think like maybe I'm wrong in just how I'm seeing it. No, I, I, I me, think I need this. No, no, no. And I'm saying like, I'm in the minority when I talk to people about Siakam and what I think of his game. I mm-hmm. think his game, it's all effort. It's all hustle. It's all like, you know, he runs a floor. That's how he gets the majority of his points. He's not the guy where it's like what we deem superstar in this era. Give him the right. ball. Can he make a play? Whatever. Where I think that is Tatum. Like, I think Tatum can evolve to being the best player on a championship contending team. I don't know if Siakam can do that. Okay. That's how I view it. Anyways. Fair enough. I don't I don't know. I feel like right now I'd rather have Tatum. I'd rather have Tatum. And I I just think it's because 
watching kind of what the Celtics did, like there were spurts last year, especially in that series against the Cavs. Mm -hmm. And in that game seven, I remember the Celtics weren't getting anything. Mm -hmm. And then Tatum himself went on like this 6-0 run on his own. Remember, there's a highlight. He went at LeBron. He dunked and on LeBron, like, yeah. Yeah, and then kind of cool. like mean mugged him after and then yeah. caught himself like, oh, no, what am I doing? He's like, I love you. But like, there, yeah. you see, you see flashes of that and it's like, whoa, okay. So you see it there, but you don't get to fully see the game because I don't know how well it fits with Kyrie or fits with, you know, the rest of their team that right. they have. Whereas what Siakam does it's perfectly with Kyle feeding him the mm-hmm. ball, him running the floor, him being an energy guy. Like I want to say he's a uh, he's less skill based, but he's a he's Is that a, fair. I don't want to call him an energy guy because that seems like a level of disrespect. Siakam, like I don't want to call Siakam. Yeah, because I think for me the the on court awareness is what's really blown me away mm-hmm. with Siakam this year. I think the That's thing our- with Siakam is that maybe his upside is like some sort of weirdo Giannis. Ooh. I think that's right? kind of the thing that's it, scary, is yeah. like, cause he's, like he's Sean got, Marion yeah, he's got the height. He's in that like mm-hmm. upper kind of six foot region. So he can kind of play a modern NBA center. Yeah. He can, he can create his own shot. Sort of point Siakam. We just like, it. just like, just like coming off. Like, you know, he can handle, he can handle yeah. better than Giannis can. I think. Interesting. I think uh, coming, like coming downhill. Yeah, well, I, I, I would say, I would Giannis, say Giannis. Yeah, maybe Giannis, not. Maybe I, not. I would say maybe in like that, I might be giving it maybe dribbling through pylons. Credit. Yeah, but I think like handles always a weird thing because it's like there's like the Kyrie Steph Curry handles, mm-hmm. but then I also feel like there's the LeBron handles which are a little less flashy but more well, yeah, and or, like, or, or Kawhi. Or Kawhi, yeah, Kawhi's yeah, 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 a good yeah. example of like Great he doesn't really do extra stuff. Yeah. He kind of just does what is necessary. Yeah, he's a bully. And I think Giannis is of that yeah. category too, where we're like, oh, is he going to like dribble the ball off his foot? No, he just dunked over three guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but, but I think there's like, you know, and, and Siakam's shooting the three better than Giannis already does. Mm-hmm. That's not saying, that's not saying much, but it's like, you know, maybe he has those sort of like freakish athletic tendencies within him where like, he's still skinny. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is like he can put on, he can put on some weight. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- yeah. I, I think yeah. the thing that like, I'm just intoxicated by Siakam, and I feel like that's where the where the probably the totally unnecessary comparison with Tatum comes in. But, mm. and it's, so it's my it's my Boston hate and it's my Siakam it, love. And his game is more infectious, right? Because you yeah. watch him and he doesn't stop on the court. Like he mm-hmm. seems to always be. Like, How's he down everywhere. the floor already? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, 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 he's yeah. Everywhere he's all over the place, which is a different kind of game. Whereas Tatum right now is still in a position where. He needs a ball in his hands to affect the game. Where Siakam's right. like running the floor. He's going to get the ball on the glass. Yeah. Like, you know, where Tatum, it's like, okay, give me the ball. Now watch me score. Where yeah. Siakam's just like doing a bit of everything. And and there, you know, a couple of those losses. I mean, we talk about Kyle being the kind of second option, but mm-hmm. like a couple of the losses that the Raptors have suffered kind of in the last little while is because Siakam has been shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no and it's fair. like so yeah, he, he's he's going to have to respond to like how that, the league adjusts, but but it also proves that teams are taking him seriously because he already has that like in him yeah. to kind of turn a game. Yeah, like like against the war- the Warriors did not plan for him no. in in Oakland, and he roasted them. Yeah, yeah, 
Right. And like he so has, good. yeah, but he has that like the last Bucks game too. I remember the same yeah. thing. He had a monster game. Yeah. The last time against the Bucks, same thing. He has like a very casual 25 and 12 in him. Yeah. Yeah. With like two or three made three pointers. Also, full disclosure, I was at the Utah game where uh, where uh, where where Kawhi and Siakam look like like Jordan and Pippen. <laughs> yeah. Like they both had career highs yeah, and they yeah, were just yeah. like taking turns dominating yeah. Utah. And yeah. I was like no one can stop Siakam. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, I feel like uh, uh, Boston. Your Boston hate though is summed up to me. like it's totally fine because I, no, every it, once it, in a it's, while, it's, yeah, it's, you know it's what bad. it is. Every once in a while, something just happens, and you're like, "This is why everyone doesn't like you." And the last thing oh, I thought you were going to say about me. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm ready to hear. No, 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 no. It was Boston. It was Danny Ainge. It yeah, was like, the Ainge thing. Yeah, the Ainge yeah. thing with LeBron. It was just so un- like LeBron said he was a goat, and obviously they're getting quotes from every single person about, oh, what do you think about LeBron saying he's a goat? I mean, Danny, Danny Ainge out of the blue is just like, well, you know, LeBron, and I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, LeBron talks a lot. He says a lot of stuff to the media. It's almost like Donald Trump in terms of saying oh, things yeah. all the time just to be yeah, that's a, Like, why do we think and Rich like, Paul really why announced? Would you, and it's like, <laughs> why would you say that? Uh, yeah. Like, how would you, like, why would you call Le, call LeBron Donald Trump? Like, yeah, I that, know that's not what you literally said, but like, <laughs> no, that, why would you put that in the same sentence? That's a, yeah. like a totally uncool amount of disrespect. Yes. Like, right? especially for someone like LeBron. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's um, like, what are you doing, Danny Ainge? But he's brutal. Danny Ainge and he has a false like perception yeah. of himself yeah. and his importance and his value. And that's just hey, self-important I'll, Boston sports teams. Come I know. On. I always right. say, exactly. I always exactly. say they, they shouldn't have vetoed True. the Chris Paul trade. They should have vetoed the Brooklyn Boston trade. <laughs> should never be able to trade that many picks. Come on. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's move on to some quickish questions. Okay. Uh, but before we do that, Matt, tell us all something we don't know about Lonnie Baxter. Oh, Lonnie Baxter. He played for the Raps in 2003-2004 season. During that season, he played for three teams. The Raptors were one of them. He actually played 36 games, and that's the second highest total he's played for a team. 36. Wow. played the most for Chicago. I think it's close to 65 or so. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay, so the first thing <laughs> I'll say... You saved him for last, so I feel like and I see, I see a smirk happening. So he got in some. He got in a little bit of trouble back in 2006. Did you know that uh, he was a couple blocks away from the White House and started firing a gun into the oh air? Oh my god, that is awesome. <laughs> okay, but I mean, sorry, it's not awesome, it's like, but wow. the craziest <laughs> thing nuts, you yeah. could do. <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, a couple blocks away from the White House. Um, he also got in a little trouble for uh, shipping guns via FedEx. Okay, sensing uh, a theme here. Okay, <laughs> yeah. there's a bit of a Kauai connection. Oh, okay. a Kauai connection. Yeah. This Diego, is a San very Diego state. The, well, no, he lives in he lives in Maryland now. Okay, okay, and uh, <laughs> this is a very new job. He shipped the guns this to is, Kauai. Oh no, the new job that he got. Mm-hmm. He is a sales consultant at a Kia dealership. Okay, <laughs> that's the. Kawhi. Wait. Kawhi buys Kias. Does, does Kawhi buy Kia? <laughs> yeah. My guy. He drives a Kia. I thought he drove like a Chevy or he something. He drove a Kia. I drove I drove a Kia Soul once to uh, to Woodstock, New York. It was lovely. Yeah. yeah. Great car. Handles well. Yeah. And through, Fair enough. Through Peppy? the Raptors organization, he's able to call Lonnie Baxter and ask him 
for a new Kia every once in a while? Or just, yeah. just you know, <laughs> new specs. And okay, bit of a loose connection. <laughs> uh, like, it would, per- it would perk up. If Kawhi was listening to this podcast, he'd just lean forward yeah. off of his lounger. And- oh, yeah. No, no, Kawhi listens to every episode. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll get an email That's from him. That's why I'm here. Is that, yeah. was that not clear? Or Uncle Dennis, <laughs> that- one of the other. Yeah, because you want a connection I need Kia, Kawhi or- to hear, oh, you know. Yes. That's <laughs> us. Well, I mean, Lonnie, if you're listening, uh, we're Kia fans too. We're also uh, gun fans. So yeah. ship us some stuff. Yeah. Um, and if you're yeah. in a Kia, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can, um, there's lots of places in the States where you can shoot a gun in the air and no one will care, but the White House is not one of them. That's why he did yeah. it though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so George Bush years, right? He's protesting, I guess. Hell yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> you did well with Lonnie Baxter. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> that was pretty weird. Uh, okay, good. Um, let's move to the quickish questions. So why don't you give me the quickish questions sting? Quickish questions! This is Adam Silver. Let's do it. Don't, don't <laughs> stare at me when the tugboat sound happens. Uh, and why Adam Silver gets not the, expecting that. that was yeah. great. Why he gets the tugboat uh, yeah, that sound was out of nowhere. We'll <laughs> never know. Um, okay, so this is uh, this is quickish questions. Um, I'm gonna be as clear as possible. Okay. It's, it's rarely gonna be actually clear. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm gonna hit you up with sounds some, good with okay. some fan questions and. Um, you can't phone a friend. You just got to answer as quick as possible. Okay. Um, if you're wrong, you're wrong. It's uh, it's totally cool. Uh, and uh, we'll, I'll start with you, Sheldon, and we'll, we'll make our way around the table. You've recently keep saying you can't phone a friend. That's like a new thing you're hey, saying. Hey, don't call me out, phone man. a friend? <laughs> no, because sometimes people like, they, you know. Can we you pause know, so I can phone a friend? Who wants to be a millionaire? You know, they, they, they think out loud. Thinking, like, oh, true. Well. well, you do hear the music. Here it is. Yeah. Okay, thanks, man. Oh, okay. Matt's really going at me. Okay. All right. All right, Sheldon, come from Jane. Uh, from James. Um, if AD can't come to the Raps, what is your preferred destination for him? Liquors. Okay. Oh, Steve, it's come from Roger. Rodney Hood, a boring pickup, but a helpful one? Question mark. Nah, he's shit for the locker room. Okay. Matt. The follow-up question to Rodney Hood. Okay. Um, what's the most you'd give up for Rodney Hood? For Rodney Hood, I'd probably give up um, a bench player on the 905. Ouch. Oh, Malachi. <laughs> See you, Malachi. <laughs> Ouch, Rodney Hood. Cheers. Um, okay, uh, Sheldon's come from Jonathan. How many bidets does Kawhi's new home have? I'm going to say... Four. Okay. Nice. nice. I'd say maybe like a really big one. You yeah. Know what I mean? Bidet and the bidet in the half bath. I like it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Steve's coming from Jess. Um, word is, according to Sportsnet, raps are preparing a trial. Oh, whoops. Uh, this might be a little oh. bit. Um, Quickish question. Honestly, oh, yeah. I, I, I deserve that. I'm going to read the question anyways, even though I, it might be a bit repetitive. But word is, according to Sportsnet, uh, raps are preparing to offer. Uh, trade for AD, as I'm sure the whole damn league is. Who would you give up? Yeah, it's got to be Pascal, OG, Jonas. Like, well, whatever they want. Uh, yeah, anything. Yeah. Give them anything. Um, cool. So, sorry, that was that was a bit weird asking a question that I've already uh, 
<laughs> that was an hour ago, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not quick questions. It's quick-ish. Okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, Matt, <laughs> this is coming from Adam. Hi, Adam. Um, what would be worse? AD goes to Boston or Oof. AD goes to Golden State? Oof. Um, you know what? To Boston for us right now. Correct answer. Yeah. All right, Sheldon, come from James. Okay. If you were a GM, are you hard enough to make the big trade or are you softy <laughs> who would let sentiment or sentiment influence your decisions? No, I'd be hard like Masai, man. Make okay. the cutthroat yeah. moves yeah. needed to be made. Yeah. I thought when it started with, are you a hard GM? I, I thought it was going to a different place. But. <laughs> okay. I was like, uh, um, I really should pre-read this a bit more. Um, Steve, come from Tom. Which potential conference finals matchup, uh, sorry, which potential conference finals matchup excites you the most and why? Uh, Toronto-Boston. Right? Yeah. yeah we, we, we haven't seen it. We've been robbed of that. Yeah, we've I never th- seen a Toronto-Boston playoff series. Correct. Not that the answer is correct or incorrect, but I like saying correct. Okay. Uh, Matt, come from Tom. Um, okay, hi, which Tom. NBA plot line are you burnt out on? Ugh. Okay, like we didn't talk about it today, but Kawhi buying the new house, you know, is he leaving? Is he going? Just let's win the championship and have the parade, people. Okay. So you don't you don't care about Kawhi's houses? No, yeah, I'm sick of hearing <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. You seem like you got sad at the end there. Um, okay, Sheldon, um, let's come from Tyler. Uh, I'm pretty sure we already got rid of uh, Malachi. Um, oh, no, wait, we, we still have Malachi. We got Malachi. We still there. He's we still on have, okay, sorry. Um, why not trade Malachi for Carter if Carter is cool with joining the Raps? Vince Carter. I'm Vince Carter? Yeah. I'm over Vince Carter. I've been over Vince <laughs> yeah. Carter. No. Vince yeah. Carter coming to Toronto just takes some shine away from more relevant storylines like trying to win. I agree. Um, okay. True. Uh, last question. Steve's come from Jonathan. What surprise team can throw themselves into this AD saga so that we're not all trapped in another BS Lakers Celtics narrative? The Sixers. The Sixers? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for the questions. And uh, that's it for the pod. Thanks for doing it, guys. Yeah, thank you. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was awesome. Uh, Steve, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll start with you. You got anything coming up? You doing any shows? Uh, uh, yeah, we, check have, out? we have a new record coming out on April 5th. Um, and then we're going to be on tour uh, all over the place for most of this year. Cool. cool. Yeah. Um, so, so where can people find uh, Pup's music? Uh, PupTheBand.com. Uh, any of your regular kind of streaming and video sites. Cool. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Awesome, nice. man. Um, and yeah, Sheldon, you got the ball on blast, but it is yeah. anything people There's should a check lot, out? A uh, lot going on. I, I uh, produced Tim and Sid, so work on that. That's on Sportsnet. Every damn day. 6.30 weekdays, yeah. Yeah. Then on the side, we do some fun basketball talk. We do uh, the Wrap It Up podcast, which Mm -hmm. is live on Twitter after each and every Raptor game, uh, just at Shell Alexander. And the Ball on Blast podcast is just a once a week, full on basketball talk, just all basketball all the time. So yeah, all over the place, basketball talk. Sweet. Awesome. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for doing the pod. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, man. And uh, thanks for everyone who listens. And uh, what all the other, you know, savvy podcast people say, uh, help us give out. Us, you know, uh, like, give us a rating. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. All that stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so poor. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the pod, and uh, see you next week. Bye. See ya. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Podcast.